0: So if you've been um, out trolling Christmas lights, I had this idea last night. I said to Pauline, let's go and look at some Christmas lights. And she says, yeah, are we going to do it? And she goes, have you packed it? Because I'm going away for about 10 or 11 days up to Halls Creek doing a, my first convention. <laughs> Apparently it's an Aboriginal convention. So I've never been to one before, but... Uh, they've asked me to go up there and do some ministry. So we're going to remote communities up there. It's going to be great. Please pray for me. But I said to Pauline, you know, let's go look at Christmas lights. It's a romantic thing to do. It's Christmas. And she goes, yeah, I'd like to do that. And she goes, have you packed? I said, no, not yet. And so she says, well, well, you pack and then we'll go. So by the time I packed, I'll change my mind. But the thought is what counts. No, it doesn't. I'll make it up to you, darling. we we'll <laughs> But uh, we do want to welcome you, if you're, if you're guests here today, it's so good to have you in church with us and we want to honour you for coming out and participating in our services today. So, I uh, just want to say that, um, just a couple of things, there's some disclaimers, I've had a couple of disclaimers you'll see on my, on my PowerPoints today, but I just want you to know that, that Christmas isn't mentioned in the Bible, the word Christmas, it's not in there. Uh, Christmas trees is not in the Bible um uh christmas lights father christmas jingle bells they're not mentioned in the bible but what is mentioned is the birth of jesus which is why we're all here today and why we have such a um such a celebration as believers in jesus christ because we want to bring ourselves back to that place of remembering jesus physical birth so it's christmas time we we um Acknowledge the truth of Jesus' birth. And as a church, we always try and have a theme for our special events. And the theme that we have this year is it's time or the time. Because it's, it's uh, mentioned throughout the story um, that uh, there was a time where Jesus was born, a special time. But I'm reminded of a conversation I had recently. And uh, this person was saying how they, they had grew... To hate Christmas time because of all the pressure that it brought with it. There was organising productions, that, that you know, all the Christmas productions. If you're a church person, um, there's the rushing around, there's the shopping, there's dealing with issues in extended family, because we don't have to deal with them except at Christmas time. I say, at Christmas time, you've got to deal with uncle, whoever. But Christmas time like that is going to be stressful. So. Christmas time brings with it great joy to some, and a sense of dread to others. So it would be good for us to consider all the busyness of Christmas, and seek to simplify the celebration to a level that we can enjoy. Wouldn't that be good? I always enjoy Christmas because Pauline's the one who she's cooking, she's baking, she's preparing all that stuff. I'm just like, hey, give me the food, bring, bring it out. So you think you think I'm joking? This is true. But, but I do have I do have a, a word of warning for those who love getting out the Christmas tree in September, and then they start the program towards December 25th, please, next year, think of your husband. Back it off a bit. September's too early. It's like the grand final's over, let's get the Christmas tree out. No, 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 no calm down, calm it. But I want to just bring some points about this Christmas season. See, God promised the people of Israel and God, all of us as human beings, through the ancient prophets, that at the set time, at the right time, the Lamb who will bring salvation will be born in a little place called Bethlehem. I just want you to, uh, if you have a chance, listen to last week's podcast, because I spoke about Bethlehem and what it means, and and some of the, the history behind Bethlehem. So you can listen to that on our podcast, but... For Bible enthusiasts here today, any Bible enthusiasts? There's, there's a few. It goes back to, the, 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 the thread goes all the way through the Bible about a, a saviour being born in Bethlehem. But it goes to uh, Ruth chapter, uh, chapter 1. It begins to set the scene. The Bible begins to, to set the scene for a saviour, a messiah in Hebrew, which means a chosen one to be born as a human in Bethlehem. So we have our modern interpretations of the nativity scene. And uh, who's got a nativity scene at home? Uh, we didn't get ours out this year. It's, <laughs> it's like no Christmas in this house. But, but we have this, we have this uh, interpretation of this serene, calm, beautiful little like a little heart with, with straw roof and um, you know, Jesus and Mary and Joseph sitting there all calm. But the reality may have been anything but serene. Because if we remember the story, everywhere was full. Travellers were travelling everywhere. Uh, Joseph and Mary had been travelling. And I've done a little bit of research. And, and from Nazareth to, to uh, Bethlehem, where they had to go, is around about four-day walk. And I mean, if I was Joseph, I'd be like, "Man, my feet are sore. I've got blisters where I never knew blisters could grow." Uh, and, and and you think you add to all that that um, uh, Mary's fully pregnant, she'd be having an awesome day. She'd be like so happy. And then when they get there, it's like there's nowhere to stay. It's like everywhere's booked. They go to every single possible option, and there's nothing, nowhere to go, because. Everyone, everyone was traveling from all over Judea to be counted in a Roman census. So I, I kind of think that it's amazing that Joseph and Mary were in Nazareth, which again is a prophecy of, of Jesus would be called a, a Nazarene, which is someone from Nazareth, but that he was going to be born in Bethlehem, another prophecy that relates to Jesus. But um, you're thinking, well, the angels might have thought, hang on, God, we've mucked this up because Mary's going to have a baby. but She's living in Nazareth, but the, 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 the Savior's got to be born in Bethlehem. How are we going to, how are we going to swindle this? And, and then God says, tell the Roman government in Rome that we want to have a census in all of Judea so that everybody's go back to their ancestral home. And therefore, God uses a Roman government that's totally corrupt and ungodly to position Mary to give birth in Bethlehem. Ever thought of that one? So you might think, hey, the, this, the, this crazy government we have, well, God will use it to bring about his purposes too. Because God will use some crazy thing to put you in a position where God can actually do a miracle in your life. That's what we believe. That's why Christmas is so awesome, because we're believing that Jesus Christ, the miracle-born baby, is still at work today bringing miracles to our lives. But anyhow, by the time they got to Bethlehem, about a four-day journey, they would have been hungry. Who, who doesn't like driving? Who just doesn't like going anywhere? It's like, no, I just want to stay home. I want to sleep in my own bed. I want to, I want to cuddle my own dogs. By the time they get to Bethlehem, about a four-day journey, they're hungry, they're exhausted, they're irritated. And as, as I said, Mary, very, very much pregnant. Let's look at the story, Luke chapter 2, verse 6. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. The time came for Jesus to be To be born and to start the fulfillment of those ancient prophecies that had been spoken thousands and hundreds of years before. And God used Rome to have a census that sent Joseph back to Bethlehem to fulfill the prophecy. Luke chapter 2, verse 8 and 9 it says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surround them, uh, they were terrified. And when we see stories like that, you think this is a close encounter of the terrifying kind because it was was so unnatural, so supernatural, so, so I guess random as well that these shepherds minding their sheep are suddenly confronted by an angel from heaven with a message. It says in verse 10, But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said, I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. I think it's amazing that the method that God chose to redeem lost sinners was unveiled from the time of Jesus' birth. That the angels came declaring this is the reason of his birth. Luke chapter 2, verse 16, it says, They hurried to the village and found Mary and Joseph, and there was the baby lying in the manger. So this story to many people today is, is no more than folklore or a fairy tale. But Jesus' mission to save mankind from sin began in that stable in Bethlehem at that time. So the Apostle Paul wrote about it years later, Romans 5 verse 6, it says, when we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. See, the human soul was designed to live in connection with God. That connection was severed and Jesus' mission was to restore the connection between our soul and God the Father. So the good news that the angels proclaimed was that through this baby, through this this little child, everyone could be restored to God. That's what we celebrate at Christmas time. That's what we that's what we're remembering, is that Jesus Christ came in the physical to save us in the spiritual. So I'm going to um, just invite the musicians back. They've had their three minutes of rest, but God sent Jesus at just the right time. Not so that we could have tinsel on a Christmas tree or turkey for lunch or get so busy at this end-of-year season with all our preparations, but Jesus was born to save us from sin. Jesus was born to deliver us from evil. Galatians 3 verse 8 says, What's more, the Scriptures look forward to this time when God will make the Gentiles right in His sight because of their faith. God proclaimed this good news to Abraham long ago when He said, all nations will be blessed through you. So we have access to all the blessings of heaven when we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He fulfills all the prophecies of the Savior. It says in Hebrews 9 verse 28, So also Christ was offered once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people. He will come again, not to deal with our sins, but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for Him. Again, Galatians 4 verse 4. But when the right time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, subject to the law, God sent him, Jesus, to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own children. See, Jesus is more than a baby born in a manger. He is the Lamb of God who who brings us back to God the Father. Can we just bow our heads and uh, pray for a moment? Lord Jesus, we just pray this Christmas season that we may reconnect with God the Father. We thank you for your birth. We thank you that you came to earth to live as a man, as a sinless sacrifice. And at just the right time, you came for all mankind so that those who would believe may be saved. I pray for every single person here today and their families to enjoy this Christmas time, this Christmas season in their homes that they may be reminded again of the greatest gift given to man, given to mankind, was Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen.